All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. They got the. Hey, they got the. I literally the fl- just booked a f- flight last night. Yeah, just so bring some money because you have to pay for water on the flight. But besides that, uh, there's a reason you fly for a hundred bucks. It's like water is extra, chips are extra, each bag of luggage is extra, carry ons extra. So by the time you're all said and done, Your it's pretty well. It's pretty well the same price as Air Canada. <laughs> you're not you saving any yeah. money, but the flight. Yeah, you, you guys know they have jets, right? <laughs> just grab one of those <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little pj yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was good yeah. uh, okay bobby no it was good it was good i'm a hey, hey i'm a real big fan of a legionnaire so i get it i, I know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> very nice uh hey, hey, no, hey, i just well, looked at the flight last night 
Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it's it's good. You know what? The airline's good. But no, I literally walked in the door, had my five minute greeting with my dog, because you know you're gone for a while, the dog goes nuts, settled her down, got myself a copy, and let's go. Let's do this. I said Bobby's all set up. We the setup looks unbelievable over there. Yeah, you like what I did with the wall behind it's... me? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I love it, eh? If, I'll give you're you a, a, you're a seven right now on the setup. He, he's a minimalist. I'm pretty happy about this, yeah. I, I, that's Clean it, yeah. 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 There, yeah. <laughs> there's there's still a camera to figure out, but we'll get to it. Hey, I, I will take this as a step. It's like we've gone through training camp, and now I soon we will be into the regular season yeah. once the camera is set up. Okay, uh, as this show, as always, brought, brought to you by uh, Botano.ca. Go to Botano.ca, download the uh, all-new app, and get in and play the game. Uh, the game starts now, 100% welcome bonus when you uh, deposit up to 100 bucks and get um, get that back. So uh, go to Botano.ca. We will get to lock of the day, which is different today, gentlemen. Um, I'm guessing you haven't checked out the Nerd Report, but it will be on the Super Bowl since there's uh, only one NHL game tonight. Um, and we'll let Bobby go first. Although you did lock in the Niners yesterday, if I know, if I remember correctly, I in the tweet. <laughs> like, um, do you, do you, you want know, to bet? I'm trying to read the nerd report as we're going. Um, so, uh, you'll excuse me for looking down, but, um, I, you know what? The Niners got hosed. I, I love the Phillies, um, the Phillies, the Eagles, excuse me, the Philly teams, but the Eagles, but I, I just thought Brock Purdy was going to have a night and then to be hurt that quickly kind of hosed them the game was over before it started so uh i'll take i'll take full blame for the loss um and anybody that followed my betting but if they watch the show they should know i'm not your guy <laughs> no it's pretty much <laughs> yeah, the opposite uh, yeah 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 so yeah you would have made a couple bucks if you went against me uh, all right <laughs> Anyway, we'll get to that later in the show. Um, lots to talk about all the way. Uh, by the way, it is uh, Thomas Shabbat's birthday today. So happy birthday to him. He turns 26, as does, of course, Colin White. Uh, it was always interesting. The two of them shared the same birthday. Uh, Mason McTavish, the carp guy who is in Anaheim. It's his birthday as well today. Happy birthday to him. Um, right. Let's get right to it. Uh, but as always, this show brought to you by Renfrew Pro Tape. I'm, I'm tempted, Bobby, you probably need some tape to hook that thing all together is what I'm guessing. It's... I'm guessing it's on the floor in a big ball of tape, some cables. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, um, no, you're you're. I'm looking around. You're completely accurate. My my little guy walked into this room the other day, <laughs> yes, last night, and I was like, the only thing you yeah. cannot do in this house now is walk in there, buddy, because it's like <laughs> it's all it's all gonna come down like a house of cards at some point. But I close the doors and lock it up when I'm not in here now. We will take it. But I'm gonna send you, by the way, a picture of Yorkie and I that you can put behind you. I think that's probably what you need. Perfect. You know what? Can you guys do like the the hand on the shoulder pose and give me a good one? <laughs> yes. Like Wally stand by. I will get Daryl. Just... <laughs> yes, <laughs> Daryl's a, our good yeah. friend. I will get him to make this up and get it sent to you. Uh, go to Renfrew Pro. <laughs> uh, Renfrewpro.com. They are uh, the uh, basically the original hockey tape. A Renfrew Pro continuously evolves its products to ensure that every roll of tape optimizes performance regardless of the type of hockey stick you use. Also. Uh, they do have uh, what's called shin pad tape. It is the noisiest tape known to man whenever you try to do an interview. And Chris Neal is taking that off his shin pads. It ruins every interview you could possibly do. Uh, go to Renfrew Pro on Instagram. <laughs> a Friday. Uh, Renfrew Pro. Feel the game. The one with the green core. Available all major outlets, including Walmart. Okay. Uh, I guess we should start with Ridley Gregg. He seems like to be 
Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we call it the uh, straw that stirs the drink, if you will. Okay, hold on. Are we making too big a deal at Ridley Gregg? He comes in. They win three in a row. He looks really good. He played 14 minutes, 44 seconds. Um, his, his face-off percentage, by the way, is number one in his draws, 61%. Uh, he's picked up two points, both assists, I think, on closure goals. He's got uh, two and a half minutes on the power play. Um, Bobby, are we making too big of a deal of one person in the lineup, or should we be talking about Claude Giroux, who is the NHL player of the week? I was going to say we should probably shift the focus to another player, but that is not to take away from the start that Ridley's had. It's It was a very, very nice weekend for the young man. Um, really, really, really good player to watch. I like his intensity. I like the way that he um, he gets himself downhill uh, towards the net a lot. Um, and, he, and he has some composure in some areas that I think the Sens need it. Um, so I, I like him a lot, but at the same time, I, I've seen all the tweets and everybody just saying to get this man a house in Ottawa. And I'm like, Hey guys, he's running on adrenaline. He's playing <laughs> the Leafs and Montreal back to back. Give him, let's like pump the brakes just a little bit because all of a sudden he's going to have to play in Newark on Tuesday in a week or so. <laughs> so, um, you know, when he comes down from that natural high, just give him a, give him, you know, temper the expectations a little yep. bit because he's not going to be a first line center. Um, but that being said, he's had a great start to his, his career. And, uh, I think he's going to be a very, very important player for the Sens. And, and, and how did it all start? If, if we rewind here, I think one gentleman said it's time to call up Ridley Gregg. <laughs> and within, I think minutes he was called up. So Bobby, I'm going to give you some props here. <laughs> with Thanks man. The yeah, words, came, the yep. words. Yeah. So if, if you're going to listen to Bobby's bets, I'm like, talk about guys getting called up. So, you know, all joking aside, he plays – I said this last time we talked about him. He plays the right way. And if yeah. – that's why you can't have guys – you can't have three guys on the line as much as skill guys like to play with one another. You you need somebody that's just going to play – like I talked about Steve Ruchin back when he used to play with, with Solani and Korea. Well, you can't have three guys that are shooters or three guys that want to hang out high on the slot and get lost. You need a guy that's going to do the work, and that's what Ridley Gregg does. And, and I agree with Bobby. Pump the brakes. He's he is going to come down, but I like how he plays. It's 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 effective. It's simple. He does all the little things that you want in a young guy. So he has a mature game. I heard guys use that term for him, but it's um, hey, it's it's if you want to have success in the league and you're lucky enough to get called up right away and play with two really good players, just play high percentage hockey. Make smart plays with the puck. Yeah, yeah. Give, give, get the puck in the hands of a Claude Giroux, and he's going to do some some real nice things for you. He's been doing it forever. What is he, Wally, coming up? I, I did read the nerd report, by the way. I read it on the plane. Giroux's coming up on 1,000 points. So, no, it's 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 been yeah. – if you want to get called up, it's been great timing if you're Rid Ridley, Greg. Team's doing terrible. So anything you do when you come in is going to be a bonus, and you get to play with two awesome players. Like, it, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's the perfect setting to get called up, but give the player full marks because he's come in and performed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not agree more. I was just going to say he – you said the perfect setup. I, I was going to say the perfect storm for success is what he was getting yeah. and um yeah but you still have to get there and do it and he's done it for sure the one thing i will say i'm somewhat disappointed in is he's known to be a guy that goes full out and plays a hard physical game but because they've actually mm -hmm. had the puck more than not we haven't seen that yeah. side of him because they're playing with the puck and they're moving with speed so i'm interested to see him 
in that grinding type game. We just haven't seen it. And I, that's not a knock. Don't get me wrong. No. I just there's, want to well, there's no hit. some guys. There's no hitting in hockey anymore. You, you get you no. hit a guy too hard. You're gonna get, you got to watch. You don't want to get sus- when things are going well. You don't want to get suspended. He's already been suspended before, so no, it's yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. It's hey, good, he's, good. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's yeah. making business decisions out there right now. <laughs> he's he's seen a paycheck. Exactly. He's not having. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> here's a question. The then. Um, does he stay the rest of the year? Yorkie, how many games are left? How many games are left? What are they at? Halfway, 30, a little over halfway. Little so what? So okay. So Josh Norris is done for the year. It's a no-brainer in my books. Like if he's a centerman. You don't have to worry about his face-offs at least so far. So you're starting with possession most of the time. He's a sixty percent face-off guy. He's a guy. Here's the thing: when you're when you when you're when you're contemplating whether guys are going to stay or not. So first thing, you cross this one off. The organization is behind him. He's a first-round pick. They want him to play. This isn't a situation where a, a Lucini's been called up and the organization's not behind him. They, if, if he has success, it means they've done something wrong. So it means, why, <laughs> why, 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 why isn't Ridley Gregg here? He's our first-rounder. He's the guy that needs to be here. So number one, they want him to be here and... The general manager, the scouts, everybody looks good when he plays well. So that he just has to play, he just has to play fair to not bad to stay. Yeah. And then they look smart for drafting him. But instead, he's playing great. Now they look like geniuses. So he's there. Uh, I see him staying the rest of the year. Um, the team's done well with him. So yeah, why? The only way he's going to get sent down is if he starts to struggle. Uh, but pretty tough to struggle when you're playing with two really good players and the guy that's player of the week. So I don't, Bobby, I don't know about you, but I don't see him going back. I don't either, but I, you know what? I, I would love to answer that question after eight games instead of two uh, yeah. or three, whatever it's been. Sorry. Um, only because when he does come back down from the high that he's on and, and the adrenaline and the fumes of playing your first five, six NHL games, where, where does he end up being like, cause like, you know, he's elevated right now. And I don't think that he's going to be an elevated second line player. Um, not to say that he's not going to chip in with offense because nowadays your third and fourth line can kind of need to score. Right. Um, that wasn't the case for a long period of time in the league. But that being said, I, I still would like to answer that after eight games. Cause I still think they're going to shelter him a little bit and probably have him back down there at some point. Who's who, who are the other, like, I know, like if you look at other options, here's the thing, and it's it's with Norris being hurt. There's there's not a lot of options, yeah. uh, and especially right if they on. keep, especially if especially if they kind of keep close to that, you know, hovering around. We still have hope, and you're you're still in the race mathematically, and I, you got to think he gives them the best yeah. chance of winning at least right now. But I agree, Bobby. Eight, yeah. It's a small sample size so far. Sample size is good, but let's. Uh, Let's temper the expectations yeah. and see what happens after eight to 10 games. Uh, I, and by the way, there was uh, Alfie's Mullet in the chat and brought it up. I was going to bring it up too. Is he'll likely get sent down during the break, but not for people to get too excited. That's just a one, uh, yeah. keep them playing. And two is the uh, money. Uh, and three is they'll just call him <laughs> right back up after. Um, exactly. If we, okay, so we, we have to have a little bit of controversy. So what happens next year? When Josh Norris is healthy and you look down the middle, uh, do you go Stutzla, Norris, Pinto, and Ridley Gregg? 
or is Ridley Gregg too good to be playing in a fourth line role? Or do you move someone to the wing? Because you still have Mark Kastelik. Yeah, and I so I don't I don't know what their projections are for Kastelik, but it, for me, he's a thirteenth forward. If you're going to have your four centers that you just named, right, and then you can plug and play him when he needs to, or a guy goes down, or whatever. Um, I don't. That the problem was you're getting to a point looking at next year with four very, very good centermen. Um, but who, who only plays 10 minutes, who only plays eight, some nights who, you know, where do you, where do you find the minutes? Do you take some from somebody else up the top? Cause Stutzler has got to play 18 to 20, the way he's playing and the, the player he's becoming. So, um, I would say that there will probably be a shift. Um, and I've really, I Ridley looks to me like a player that could very, very easily make that adjustment. Um, because he's a very, like, I get the sense that he's a pretty cerebral player and can can kind of play anywhere that yeah. you put him. So uh, I just don't know. I I don't know what you do with him um, and where you plug and play him at this point. But you got four. It's a it's a really nice problem to have. The Sens have not had this problem in a long period of time. So if you can start with those as your first four centers and maybe start the year with that and you see how the minutes shake out, you go from there. Yeah, and also, too, depending on how many games he finishes with this finishes with when it's all said and done this year he's gonna more than likely be a rookie next year and yeah it's a long season it's it's grinding you got training camp who knows what's gonna happen in the summer they still have to address the blue line i i i'm adamant and i really believe this to to get something good you're gonna have to trade something i'm not saying ridley greg is gonna get traded but they're gonna have to do something to change how not him, no. but somebody else will be yeah. traded. Somebody, somebody else will be traded. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. going at the draft, and who knows? Do you who trade that's gonna Shane be. Pinto? Do you trade Shane? I, oh, God, I, would I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade Shane Pinto. I like him. He's a right. He's a right shot centerman. And you look at their yeah. their, their, their they, top they two. You got, trees. You got sits, They don't. Yeah, they, it's, those guys are tough to come by, and he's shown he can score. So we'll see. This will play out. It's a it's a very good problem to have. But one thing the Senators do have, they have a embarrassment of riches with young, talented forwards. And you get to the point where there's not going to be enough ice for everybody. And they still have to decide what they're going to do with it. And that's another talented forward. So you you got you to give something really good to get something. That's not rocket science. And they need something really yep. bad. And that's a top D. And they're going to have to pay for it. Whether it's draft picks, it's going to be probably a player because they got tons of forwards. But that problem will get yep. solved once new ownership comes in. What, depending on what they do with the staff, that will get solved more than likely in the offseason. So you don't have to worry about where you're slotting everybody right now. Right now, there's no issues because Norris is hurt. Um, and then you, you you revisit this in the summertime, and uh, and you make a, yep. a far better decision with with, and you're gonna have way more dance partners with who you can make trades with uh, come draft time. Yep, um, agreed. I, I just want to point. I'm just gonna ask you guys because you played the game, so I'm not trying to make a big deal of this. But in the olden days, like Yorkie and I, um, you wanted to have veterans down the middle. You wanted size, and you wanted guys who had played the game. Currently, these are the guys who have played who are down the middle. Tim Stutzler has 177 games. Ridley Gregg, three. Shane Pinto, 66. Dylan Gambrell has played 203. Uh, and Mark Kastelik, 59. Are they too uh, new or too young down the middle of the ice right now? Do they need to put somebody in there? Or does it really matter? If you add Josh Norris, you certainly change that a bit. 
Yeah, I, I don't think it matters in the if you're if you're okay. honest about where they are. If you have bigger, if you have, and and a lot of people have yes, bigger if you, expectations. I, okay, let me than what let me are. change yeah. that, Bobby. Playoff. Okay. I'll, I'll say playoff team. Yep. No, I I have no problem with the those guys down the center if that's your if that's your group and you're trying to make playoffs and you're going to be a playoff team. They every one of them has got a little bit of bite to them, and that's all you want. That's like you can be undersized as a center, um, and and it's not going to, it's not going to change the dynamic of who is on the ice for you or what, what your line can do by any means, because your center is a little undersized. Not, not at all. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I think I think they can be a playoff team next year with those center icemen if they address the blue line. You got because again, I don't care how good your forwards are if you don't address the blue line. And the blue line will get better. Uh, Sanderson, believe it or not, is going to get better <laughs> as hard as that is to think. Sure. But you need a, you need another guy. You need a healthy zoo. But they need another guy back there. But to me, I think they can be a playoff team next year with a couple little tweaks bringing in a defenseman uh, that's a real top four defenseman. And then I look two years from now, because two years from now, uh, that's Tim Stutzla's fifth year in the league. Pinto's now third year in the league. Um, everybody's got more experience. And I think they could, with 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 everything falling into place, don't forget, like injuries are going to, you never know with injuries. But if I forecast two years from now with this core, I think that's when they can win a couple of rounds in the playoffs. And who knows, once you get in, but man, they've got a nice starting base, great forwards, a few good D, out a few more. And then also too, we've got to figure out who the goalie is going to be. So that's right. uh, yeah. that's yeah. another one. That's another one. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what happens with the rest of this year. See how Forsberg plays, uh, and then go from there. But uh, if for me, it's two years from now when this team's going to do some damage. Agreed. Uh, goaltending is on page three, Yorkie. So just hold off a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. I want to get to. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to get to Claude Giroux. Uh, one is I don't know that we've given him enough attention this season. We've just kind of 
talked about Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzler, rightfully so, and Drake Batherson for other reasons, and maybe Alex Dabrinkit because we're waiting for him to explode. But like Claude Giroux quietly has gone about and put together a really good season. In fact, I think he's like 0.96 uh, points per game. Yeah, which is the most, which would be his best season in four years. Um, and c- since the beginning of the season, or sorry, the beginning of January 1st, 13 games, uh, he leads all Senators in scoring. Four goals, 11 points, or 11 assists, 15 points. He's been really, really good. And it's not really Greg that's caused this issue. Um, so uh, are we, if like, are we okay with, you know, giving a little bit more props to Claude Giroux? Because there was a concern coming in that he was old, that perhaps he didn't have the same foot speed anymore. This guy just flat out plays and he continues to play. Like, he is uh, seven points from being uh, tying Phil Kessel for 100th all time in NHL scoring. 100th. That's a, he's yeah. been amazingly consistent throughout his career. And by the way, one hat trick, which blows my mind when you think of all the points he's put up. He just does it night in, night out. Bobby? Yeah, I, I'm completely comfortable giving him more, more credit. Um, but you don't, you know, I mean, you don't get to a thousand points if you're, if you're not collecting them everywhere you've been. And obviously he was in Philly for a long time and just continuously put up, you know, yep. it was in the heart conversation a few times over the years, but he just, you don't forget how to make plays. You know, you, the flippers are a little slower than they used to be. We've, we've all been there, but at the same time, this guy, mm-hmm. um, has been a power play player for his entire career. He just, he finds ways to get it done. So We were going so well, and then Bobby just cuts out. Is he gone? We lose him. I t- every he's time close. at like three twenty, I think the Verizon guy uh, shuts off his internet. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's frozen in time. I'll pick uh, up with what what Bobby said there, Wally. On right. uh, yeah, go ahead. So last last year, I went down and and watched a Florida Panthers playoff game. And I sat in the hundred level, and it's a lot different because you can see the speed of the game. And I and I was watching Claude pretty closely just because you heard the rumors, and then just being an Ottawa guy. And I he used to skate in the summer, and I think I told you this story about a month ago. Um, my boys would do a little bit of power skating, and Claude would sometimes be on the ice with them. And he was working on his skating three times a week at least, working on his edges. And um, he's a guy that I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. And is one thing for certain, his brain's not going to slow down. He still has one of the, what I call it, quickest processors in the league. Because everybody always thinks, oh, he's yeah. not fast enough. He's not this. He's never been a really fast guy. But people don't. People that, I hate to say this, but haven't played the game, don't understand that probably the most important thing is how quickly you process something and then respond and do the action. Claude's probably top 10 in the league at doing that because you can't it, it's tough to play in this league if you're not a super fast guy but he still makes it look pretty easy when he has the park that's because yeah. his ability to assess situations and then do the usual right play is uncanny and that's why he's been so good for for so long he just processes the game so well so smartly and is obviously has the skills to do it but no he's uh we've talked about him a lot on this show though. i have we given him enough credit? Probably not, but it's just, he's been a great player for a long time. So for me, I'm not surprised. Saw him play last year live, and he was one of the best players on the ice for the Florida Panthers on a very good playoff team last year. They did lose, but I was watching him ice level, and I'm like, this guy still has it, and he's proven it again this year. So it's a it's a real nice story. 
Uh, welcome back, Bobby. Hey, yeah, Bobby. I was just going to say, I, I'm not even going to finish my thought because I was pumping his tires and evidently the internet didn't like it. So um, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> we, we even lost your microphone now. It's even different. Um, we will get that back. Oh, no. Just, yeah, Alex, we'll talk to you. Um, okay. Before we do that, let's just go. <laughs> uh, this show is just hanging on by a thread right now, it seems. Uh, go to BEI is one of our sponsors. Uh, Bonisher Excavating Inc. Uh, BonisherExcavating.com, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley equipment rentals, aggregate topsoil sales, uh, highway maintenance. Um, they are the ones to look for in the Ottawa Valley. Uh, give them a call, 613-432-1120, BonisherExcavating.com. Also, uh, check out their website. They're having a uh, hiring uh day at the Algonquin College, I think, in, in Pembroke. Anyway, have a look. Okay, um, that's bonshireexcavating.com. Um, goaltending, as we move on. I do want to get to the D in a sec, because uh, I think there is a, a major fix if we talk about Tyler Clevin shortly. But um, nice. it, the way that Anton Forsberg has played, do we give him the majority of the starts? Does it matter anymore? He has looked really good of late. Now, there was talk early on that, Cam Talbot was the guy, and that Forsberg, they switch back and forth. But if you look at his play over the last three games, he looks really good. Do you give Cam Talbot a little bit of a rest now and give Anton Forsberg? Uh, if you compare the last eight starts, Forsberg is 290 uh, and a 902 save percentage, two shutouts. Cam Talbot was a 350 goals against and an 875 save percentage. Uh, Jason York. Uh, has Anton Forsberg earned more starts down the stretch here? Well, Wally, you and I, I think we discussed this last week about him playing back-to-back, -back, and you're like, is he really going to play back-to-backs? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if they want to win, he's going to play back-to-back. -back. Yes. Uh, he, he gives them their best chance of winning right now. And if you're the coaching staff, if you're DJ Smith, and you're trying to scratch, scratch and claw your way back into this playoff race, you got no choice but to play the best guys. So... You play him again. He's got. He's hot right now, and then oh, Tom will get back in there eventually. But I, I see no reason why Forsberg starts the next game. Hey, and if he doesn't play well, then you take him out. I, I, I he's not the clear cut number one, but he's hot right now. He's hot right now. So you play him, yeah. and you stop playing him, and, until he's not hot anymore. It's a, it's as simple as that for me because no, not, neither one of these guys has said we're the number one goalie. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I think. A lot, of, a lot gets talked about players and being creatures of habit and superstitious. Coaches are way worse. So they're going to ride that yeah. hot hand and, um, and, and you know, right, up, right until the wheels fall off. Um, so for me, he's going to start every game right now. I just don't see any other reason that you would switch that. And DJ is probably sitting there thinking the same exact thing. Is it tough uh, when you are in no man's land, for lack of a better term, of your too far out really to be the lottery pick or really in a top five and you're too far out to be a playoff team. You're just going to kind of grind your away here down the stretch. And Bobby, I know you've gone through it. Yeah. Is it tough mentally to be in this particular spot? Uh, again, um, another question I would love in eight to 10 games, but right now there's a little bit of, a little bit of hope and a little bit of um, feeling like they can just, you know, scratch and claw to get there still. Um, but any kind of slide at this point in the season knows, it means that you're going to be drafting in the, you know, in the, in the earlier first round. So yes, this, this, 
in eight to 10 games from now, I think that they're going to have to really decide what they're going to be. And that's that like, do you, do you want to, nobody wants to finish 18th in the league because you're not getting a good draft pick at 12 to 15, right? You're not making the playoffs. So you're not getting revenue. It, it is a hard place. And it's a hard place for, it's a hard place for the entire organization at this point. Um, but again, give me, give me eight to 10 more games and then I'll give you a very, very accurate answer of probably to what's going on to those guys in their minds every night. <laughs> yeah. Right Dorky. now they're just, right now they're just coming off beating Toronto and being totally ecstatic and then putting the boots to the Montreal Canadiens and they win another game here. Is it tomorrow they play Montreal? This, this team's gonna, they're up on a cloud right now. It's, it, when you're in the NHL, you live day by day. You don't really think too far ahead. Yeah, sure, you look at who the games are coming, but it's day by day, especially when you're young. Your emotions are up, then they're down. Right now, they're up. Right now, they're high, and they're probably all thinking, hey, we got a shot here. We, we win a few more games here. Washington just lost yesterday. They got a bunch of games in hand on Washington. So they're thinking, hey, we got, we got a shot here. And they could give a rat's ass about the draft. Nobody in that room wants to have... Sure, they'll all say uh, down the road, yeah, it'd be great to have a great player, but when you bring in a great player, he's taking someone's job right away. So they, uh, especially if you're a top six guy, or it's, I don't know about you, Bobby, but when, hey, I, I didn't want some hot shot first overall pick coming in, especially if it was a defenseman. Exactly. I, I, was hap- I, I was happy with my job. I was happy with my minutes. Um, and so they're not thinking about it. Sure, would would Dorian want to be picking high in the draft? No, he's he wants to win right now. The coaching staff they they don't care about the the, the draft. They they want to win because there's so much change coming. There's new ownership coming, and they want to win. They want to get in. And I would say that that draft is uh, the, the furthest thing away from anyone's mind. And that's the thing. Um... Uh, I will say, uh, Michael uh, Gribben in the uh, chat just said, is getting more of a winning culture worth it for the rest of the season? And it goes back to that, Yorkie, as you talk about the guys in the room and the coaching staff, we talk about tanking, don't want to tank. It's the management, if they do, want they're the ones. And so the players, you guys don't want a new guy coming in. He takes your job. So you guys just want to win now. And I think that gets lost on certain people of no one in that room ever wants to tank. No one. Never. Never. It's, 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 they're not, they don't even know half the guys who are in this draft on all these lists. Yeah, sure. They know who, they know who Bedard is, but they probably really don't know who any, anybody else is. At least when I was playing, I'm like, "Ah, I didn't pay any attention to the draft. You're so focused and so busy on yourself. And now they're winning a little bit. So, Hey, just straight ahead and, and try and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I, I, I just I always find it funny how they used to think that we wanted to go into the locker room and ask players, "Hey, uh, you looking forward to possibly winning Brian uh, Brian Berard of winning uh, Berard or uh, sorry Connor Berard or like getting one of these players?" Like, no, nobody yeah, wants to answer yeah. that question. I always just no joke at and this and nonsense. to to, to uh, hey look, Bobby's so serious right now. He's not even moving. He's got a stern look <laughs> on his face. <laughs> I think he uh, he's still thinking about the question, yeah. but. That to the to the person that uh, sent the, the question in the chat, it's um, <laughs> wait. How do I lose two guys? <laughs> I'll just keep continue on. Uh, while Sorry, we're doing I, that, I will tell I you. I lost it for a, a sec. Oh, 
Yeah. You know, I, I cut it's, out too. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Bobby's just frozen in time. He's the, we're just going to leave yeah. him over there. Um, <laughs> I will we'll say coming up later in the show, we do have a contest uh, for Montana's. We're going to give away it. You're going to enter a contest for a $25 gift card from Montana's. We will send to you. It's an e-gift card. Uh, we will give you the contest rules. Uh, by the way, Monday is what at Montana's Yorkie? Half Monday, price. Wi wingies? Is it wingies? Wings. Yeah. Tommy likes wingies. Remember that from the old uh, Tommy boy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of my favorite movies Farley. of all. Oh, I loved Chris Farley. Um, oh, what a what a beauty. I don't know what's going on with Bobby. He'll be back. But since we could, thank God we still have you because I need the D because we're going to move on to the D. Um, yes. And, and that is uh, Tyler Clevin is in yeah. uh, North Dakota. Now, they Sens wanted him to come out last year. He wanted to go back and play another year. He's six foot five. He is a left-handed shot. Um, if we put him on the left side alongside Jake Sanderson and Thomas Shabbat, that is a bona fide great left side. And Artem Zub, yeah. by the way, who is expected to come back just after the break, excuse me, and uh, JBD, perhaps. You just need one more, and that's a solid top six. Well, it should be a solid top mm -hmm. six. Uh, Tyler Clevin, the people that don't know, just I, I think he just got a two-game suspension. Um, it's because he's – I think he's just outplayed playing in the uh, college. He's so big. Yeah. He's so physical. He's ready to make the jump. I'm excited yeah. to see what he can do, and hopefully, um, unfortunately, his North Dakota is not as strong as they usually are, so – his season should end sooner, which would put him up in Ottawa sooner. I look forward to him being on uh, the blue line. So, so Wally, what, what I've been told by, by, by people in their organization is he is going to be exactly what the Ottawa Senators need with the current makeup of, of their defense. So, what's the matter? What is Yorkie doing? Uh, I don't get paid enough to just yeah. babysit these two. So let me finish. Let me. I don't know what the hell is going on, going yeah, go on with the Wi-Fi here. I've been away for a week. Maybe there's too much snow. But just to finish that thought on Clevin, what I've been told is, and, and from watching him a little bit after after Mendez spoke to him, I got a chance to see him a little bit. He's going to be exactly what they need in the future. And what I said earlier about looking at this team two years from now, so he's going to need probably get some games at the end of this season. Next year will be his full rookie year. There's going to be an adjustment period for Clevin. There always is. We what's happening this year with Jake Sanderson is an anomaly. You just it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So especially if you're a big guy that's physical, you're and your 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 main thing is being a shutdown guy. It's going to take reps. It's going to take time. But he should. He, I, I, what I've been told is he's going to be able to adjust pretty quickly. So imagine him coming in, getting his feet wet late late in the year here, maybe getting a few games, uh, and then next year, full year, get used to the league. And where is he the following year? That's why I really believe part of this defense situation could solve itself with there's one of your bodies, and then you have another defenseman who they sign long-term, right-shot defenseman that's at, at a, you know, not too old, but can be with you for maybe three to four years, this team could be really good to complement that great group of forwards they have who two years from now 
are going to be even that much better because all of those guys like Stutzla and Kachuk and Batherson and Norris and Pinto, all these guys two years from now are going to be really, really good players once they take a few more laps around the league. So I'm excited because they've got a, they've got a great core add Clevin, add a defenseman, add a goaltender, and just, just think about what this team's going to be two years from now. So it's, it's, they just, people just got a little too ahead of themselves this summer. I get it. We talked about this before with the additions, but Hey, a defenseman's coming that from, from everything we were hearing and said, you should be a really good one and exactly what they need and being a big, strong, tough defenseman. And I look forward to them being able to get it because cap isn't an issue. There, there really isn't yeah. going to be too many issues. They, they're going to have to move Zaitsev or do something with that contract. I get it. Yeah. Uh, then they, they're not tied to Holden. They're not tied to Hamannick. They're It's a perfect chance. But I also think they're going to need to have a goaltender. And well, you can, you I think can you, always... it's adequate goaltending, but it's not good yeah. enough. No, it, it hasn't been. It's too bad because you see Forsberg in spurts. Man, he's so good. And he's he's not that old. Yep. He's he's a guy you could have for a while. But even him, like he hasn't been in the league that long. Like like how many games I don't have his, his stats in front of me, but it's not like he's a super uh veteran that's been in the league forever. Like he's a late bloomer, right? He's, no, it's under two hundred games for sure. So you got to cut him a little bit of slack as well. It takes goalies a little longer to figure things out. I'd like to see how he plays down the road here. Let's see him with a larger sample size. Who knows? This is the great thing about professional sports, hockey in particular. You never know when guys are going to come along later on in their career. And we'll, let's see. Maybe that solves itself. But uh, time will tell. And if it doesn't work with Forsberg, you, you go out and you address that position. Uh, get, I, I'd like to see him. We talked about this earlier run with it for a while here um maybe a trade talbot here at, at the deadline and, and let forsberg take the take the reins for the rest of the year and then you know because he's played so much do we need to get another guy or maybe now forsberg's our guy hi bobby hey bobby hey guys like absolutely you know what this never happened when i sat at my kitchen counter and just wore headphones and did this correctly guys just so we're now the viewers are gonna well, love that, this that, <laughs> uh just that's actually not true, uh, but I will let it go. <laughs> okay, okay, fair, <laughs> fine, fine. Was, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Run, um, run with four, know what I missed. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, your paycheck is getting smaller and smaller. Um, <laughs> we will. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, so here's a question, and we brought this up: is uh, goaltending? What to do, like? Uh, we did discuss uh, moving into a top 4D with Tyler Clevin and whatnot on the back end. But um, is Anton Forsberg, if we were to move Cam Talbot at the deadline, is Anton Forsberg and perhaps Kevin Mandelies or Mad Sogard in the minors good enough to be a tandem next season? I don't think it is. No, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't think those are very, very good you almost have to have in the nhl now it has to be one a and one b um you can't have i mean I'm, there's there's obviously circumstances with with one being so good that you can have a far superior backup but we don't have that problem that's not a you know that's not a problem ottawa has you need a one a and a one b at this point and you can't do that with those other two um and the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you identify somebody in a trade and get them to come right so 
I don't think you can run with that. And I don't think you let Talbot go. I don't know, you know, what the thought process oh. is long-term for him, but I don't think you let him go. I, I don't, I don't see why you would. He's a really, really good goaltender. That's got some, you know, tread left on the tires to be, you know, a, if he's going to be your backup, he's going to be a very, very good backup. But does Cam Talbot accept a backup spot? I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't think you give him the option, right? Um, <laughs> I, I think you pay, you pay him and tell him, tell him exactly what he is, right? Um, you're, you know, you're getting a little older you're going to play less games going forward. There's just, yeah. And, and if you don't want that, we'll find a way to, to, to move you and whatever. But, um, if Anton Forsberg is going to be your guy, you got to let him be your guy for 50, of the, 50 of the 80 games. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I just, I look to two years from now and at two years from now, Talbot's going to be, what is he going to be? 37. I know goalies can play later. Look at Craig Anderson going. It's he's been, man, he was so hot for a while. Then he had those issues. He was inconsistent. To me, watching Talbot this year, I'm not going to say I expected more, but he, I did expect more. I, I will say, like, he just yeah. he hasn't been he yeah. hasn't been he hasn't been consistent enough for me this year to say, hey, we're going to give you. And depending too, I'm not going to give him away at the deadline. If somebody comes and blows my socks away with an offer and says we're going to give you whatever marketplace. We're going to give you a first round draft pick for Cam Talbot. We're going to give you a second round. I, I'm probably going to do that trade because I, I haven't seen enough from him to say, yeah, you're going to be our guy. Uh, maybe we go out and, and try and do something else in the summer. So it's just for me, both yeah. goaltenders have been a little inconsistent this year. They've had times where they both looked amazing, but other times where I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if this is going to be my number yeah. one guy. So to me, it's, it's it's like the team. It's been hot and it's been cold. And and I just yeah. thought Talbot would come in and really stabilize things. He was for a while, and all of a sudden you're like, I started doubting him. So, um, yeah. again, a t time will tell. But who knows? Maybe they don't give him give Ottawa the offer they want. You keep him, and he has a great rest of the year. And then you say, okay, now he's going to be our guy. So yeah. they got a little bit of time to figure things out yeah. here. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, by the way. Uh, Montana's on Monday, as I already tested Yorkie. Yes. Bobby, what is Monday night at Montana's? What is the special? Is it in half price wings? <laughs> hey, yes, that a boy. Yeah. yeah. I wish we had like yeah. the ding, ding, ding yeah. sign. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll find those things anywhere. If, if, if only that was the uh, lock of the day by Botano. Um, Anyway, Montana's yeah. go to Montana's tonight for half price wings as part of their uh, their their menu. Uh, also, they do have a, uh, a a comfort menu, if you will. Uh, it includes like smoky double beef bake, buttermilk fried chicken, spinach dip, pot roast soup, uh, mac and cheese, chipotle firecracker burger, um, and of course a good Molson Canadian. Uh, if if you're there, if you go in to and enjoy the comfort menu in a Molson, you can enter for a trip to the NHL awards in Nashville or a Molson branded NHL fridge. Um, now here's what I said earlier. We're going to do a contest for uh, a $25 gift card. So uh, it's going to be posted here on Twitter uh, within the hour. If you go and you see it on our Twitter page and on our Instagram page, I uh, just have to like uh, tag some friends and follow Montana socials and ours. And you are entered. We'll tell you on Thursday, we'll announce the winner for a $25 gift card for Montana's. We have some other ones. We'll be giving one away 
uh, each week, uh, which includes a hundred dollar gift card later, but you have to go into Montana's and take a picture. But anyway, we'll get to all that later. Um, okay. So now I would like to get to lock of the day because I, I don't know how long we have Bobby's internet up for because who knows? So, uh, <laughs> while it seems to be working, uh, it should be pointed out. I go to botano.ca, uh, where the game starts now. Uh, you can also bet, by the way, if you want on Belleville Senator games, they've got it all there. Uh, there's lots of stuff. There's actually politics on there, which I was so shocked to see. I shouldn't be, but I am. Hmm. And of course, all the things that go along with Super Bowl weekend, whether it's uh, who won the coin toss and all that nonsense. So here are the records, by the way. And Bobby, I did pick for you um, last week the, let's see, the Leaf game and the Montreal game. And I lost the Leaf game for you, but won the Montreal. I picked the Sens to beat Montreal. So you're five and eight. So you're 500. Okay. All right. Okay, well, so I, I should probably just keep rolling with you then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> uh, Yorkie continues to be out in front at 11 and two. All right. So um, we know that Patrick Mahomes is basically on one leg. Bobby, you made a terrible choice in saying the Niners were going to win. Who do you pick to, and I should point out, you're a Philadelphia guy for the most part. Who is going yep. to win the Super Bowl? The Kansas City Chiefs. It doesn't. Wow. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. The, wow. I, I just think, I, I think they've been there too many times to, to not get it right. I think Mahomes has got two full weeks to be on, you know, Hit both legs, I guess is the yeah the way you put it. Um, you know, hobbling around, but I think that he'll be he'll be rested. Travis Kelsey will be rested. Their offenses, they're just too they're they're too potent, and they've been like the Super Bowls are always underwhelming with points, right? For the most part, um, and you need a team that can that that can score at will to win. I think that's them. So I'm taking them, and I hit my I took a beating on Twitter yesterday for not picking a Philly team, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it one more time. They're like, you're not Bobby Ryan from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. They, people hated it. Um, but I'm, I, I, I just, I love Mahomes, man. I love, I love the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Patrick. Mahomes. I love Patrick Mahomes too. He, to me, he's the most exciting player in the NFL to watch, but yep. But I think he damaged that ankle worse. He came down on it a couple of times in that game. And yeah. I'm, I think he's really going to be hurting this week. It's to me, it's. I'd like to fast forward to see how his health is right before the game. And they're missing all those right. wide receivers. That they, they should have lost that game. They, they got they got some really fortunate calls. So too did Cincinnati. But anyhow, they squeaked by them. I'm taking Philadelphia. I just think Philadelphia. They're healthy, and at this time of year, health is most important. Important. So, uh, yeah, put me down for Philly. I just don't think Mahomes is going to be healthy enough with that ankle to recover by then. You know what, man? Later I, on, we'll. I'm. I keep losing. We're going to start playing rock paper scissors for fifty bucks a pop here. So, <laughs> I, I need, I need, I need this one to go my way. <laughs> Later on, we'll do the score and see if we can even that up. Uh, and by the way, Philadelphia is the uh, odds-on favorite to win this one. I, I just think they look too good. They just seem to be too complete right now, and yeah. they have been all season, yeah. and their their quarterback is healthy. I think that's a huge part to me. But yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll entertain you, weeks. Bobby. I just don't think – I think Cincinnati I like it, won that game last night. I, I thought for yeah. sure you are going I, – I love that you're doubling down on KC. That's – commitment that's commitment you gotta you gotta ride i'm gonna ride it man i'm riding it you never bet against patrick mahomes you just don't do it yeah hey fair enough it's been great
Uh, who you t- Wally, Wally, who are you taking? Who, who, yeah. who are you taking? Uh, who are you taking? You got to make a Super Bowl pick. Because, uh, it pains me. I'm a, I'm a Dallas fan. Um, but I have a friend who uh, – this will – I'm sure this will get some attention. Uh, I have a friend who's a cheerleader on the Philadelphia Eagles team mm-hmm. who actually at one point uh, babysat our kids. Uh, oh, and wow. so I will pick the Philadelphia Eagles. She used to be a cheerleader with that's the Red Sox as well. So, what's her what's her Twitter yeah. handle? <laughs> Tell the boys. <laughs> she, in fact, she married the third string quarterback of the Red Blacks. So there you go. No way. Oh no there way. Okay, small world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Anyway, so I will because of I will take Philadelphia, and it pains me because I hate the Eagles for the most part. Okay. <laughs> Two Philly, All one right. KC. Yeah. <laughs> And I and, by, and I always would listen to Yorkie over uh, Bobby Pick any day. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't thanks, know anything man. about football. Yeah, thanks, yeah. I don't know anything about football. I I will take the fifth on football. I'm just all I'm looking at is health, and I'm like, man, I can't believe Mo. I can't believe they won because he won on one leg. So yeah. who knows? Maybe he could do it again. We'll yeah. see. Uh, the, He's been the refs there. gave He's him that before. He'll do it again. Yeah, that was a <laughs> tough call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. All right, boys, we are back tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern live. Uh, so, Bobby, if you could perhaps, I don't know, plug your laptop in today or charge phone. I don't know. Maybe get the mouse to char- run a little extra in the wheel. Hey, I, I did a podcast right before I got on and everything went well. So I logged back. Like, nothing's moving. I'm not moving a thing. <laughs> so I, I got to get oh, out of here I gotta and ask dance, a question dance my way out of here. Yeah. Someone asked early on, and I apologize because I can't find it now. Uh, which team do you cheer for when you watch hockey, Bobby? Do you still cheer for Ottawa or Detroit or Anaheim? Do you have an NHL team? I don't. Um, I would say that, yeah, no, I don't have a team. I cheer for the guys that I know. So if I'm watching Detroit, I'll cheer for Detroit. If I'm watching Ottawa, I'll cheer for Ottawa. Just just more personal relationships than player or teams yeah. in general. Um, and then when you're trying to be impartial and you're trying to judge so that we can do what we're doing now, it, I, I think you, you know, skew the lines a little bit. So I don't, I don't root for any particular team. Yeah. All you my know, buddies are coaches. All my buddies are coaches now. So <laughs> whoever, <laughs> that's a, you know, I'm, I gotta say, yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm happy to see what Boston's doing. Uh, I know yeah. buddies with Joe Sacco, buddies with John Gruden. Um, I know Monty a little bit. So happy to see what those guys are doing. They're doing a, they're doing a great job. So for me, yeah, I'm the same. It's who you know. Uh, I do like to see Ottawa Always. win. Living, living here, it's uh, it's great for the city, um, and it's great for businesses, great for people. Um, so yeah, it's it's but it's I'm it's it's more it's more relationships. That's it's, I know a guy there who's yep. a coach. Uh, that's because uh, his job's dependent on it, right? So I I'll usually cheer for guys exactly. I know that are coaching. Same. And I was the same way. People were like, well, don't you cheer for Ottawa? I'm like, I, I would cheer for Bobby Ryan playing in Detroit. Or, in fact, I know James Reimer really well, who's a, and you're not supposed to cheer for yeah. any Leaf guy, but I always wanted him to do well. Like, a lot of those, if you meet them and they go to certain teams or off to different teams, you still cheer for them to do well. And so I was always the same yeah. way. I, would I like to see Ottawa players win? Absolutely. But it was for never sure. the case of, I, I want to see an Ottawa Stanley Cup. I just wanted those guys to have success. So, um, all right, that's it for now. I will be back tomorrow. 
if you've got questions, send them out on uh, Twitter if you want, or just DM me and I'll uh, ask the boys tomorrow. Also, uh, that Twitter uh, contest for Montana should be up shortly. Thank you for tuning in today uh, and sticking with us. It's a free refund for everybody based on all the technical <laughs> issues. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 